Hello from the East Coast to the West Coast and to listeners around the world. Welcome to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. I'm your host, Angeline Marie. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. We're broadcasting on Liberty Works Radio Network at libertyworksradionetwork.com and their affiliate stations. Also, don't forget, you can always learn more about our program and find podcasts posted at truthseekersradioshow.com. Today, my guest is retired Sergeant Jim Ram. He's the host of Your DIY Health Radio Show on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. He uses this program to educate people as to what is going on in the modern healthcare industry today. We're going to discuss some common diseases and what you can do to improve your health. Jim Ram is also a former police officer, was in the Marine Corps, and now spends a lot of his time helping people improve their health by teaching them what nutrients they need to take to feel better. Also, the information and products discussed today are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease. This information and the product statements made have not been evaluated by the FDA. Please seek advice from a licensed medical physician before using any product or therapy. So if you will help me welcome Jim Ram. How are you doing today, Sarge? I am doing great, Angeline. How are you? Good. Is it okay if I call you Sarge? You can call me anything you want. Just don't call me late to dinner. <laughs> okay. Thanks for taking the time out to talk to us again. I spoke to you quite a while ago, and you always have new, interesting information coming out on your show. So I wanted to get together again because this stuff never, it, it can always be used by somebody. So let's start at the beginning. In your, in your opinion, what is considered good health? It's interesting. The um, uh, best definition I have ever heard of health is being able to um, experience stress and remain symptom-free in a state of dynamic equipoise. Interesting (laughs) fancy (laughs) terms and stuff. But basically what what it all boils down to is as we go through life, we experience all different kinds of stressors, things from the job, um, you know, family issues, all kinds of things. And those put stress upon us as, as well as the, uh, the crap in the water, crap in the air, crap in the food, if I can say that kind of stuff. Um, those kind of things all work against the body. And if you can go through that kind of stuff and remain symptom-free, you don't get the sniffles, you don't get the ache, aches and pains and nausea and whatever, and, and all this is happening in the world around you as you're traveling through life, then you can say that you're healthy. Now, there's also, you know, the, the, one of the other things that's interesting is um, a lot of people think they're healthy just because they're symptom-free. That may or may not be the case. The bottom line is your body needs 90 essential nutrients every single day to stay healthy. That's every one of your trillions of cells need all 90 of these things. Has 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and 2 to 3 essential fatty acids those are all required on a daily basis to maintain good health. And if you haven't been doing that throughout your life, even though you're symptom-free, you are not healthy. You're just in a state of uh, waiting for the shoe to drop, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's something that a lot of people don't realize. They just think, you know, especially young people, I see this all the time. They, um, they're running, they're active, they're doing all kinds of stuff, and, and 
oh, I don't need to do that, I'm fine. And they don't realize that they have a certain amount of stuff in their nutrient tank. And as they do things, as they go through life, as they exercise and sweat, that tank is slowly but surely depleting. And at the same time, it's impossible to get those 90 nutrients from the foods we eat. So when you don't get the stuff put back in and the tank is running dry, it's just a matter of time before sooner or later you're going to start developing arthritis. You're going to get high blood pressure. You're going to get type 2 diabetes. And the list goes on and on. There's over 900 chronic health issues that are caused by nutritional deficiencies. And when you get those things, then you've got to figure out how to do it. And at that point, you get nervous. You go to the doctor, the guy in the white coat who supposedly knows everything and, in fact, doesn't, and he starts putting you on drugs. And before you know it, you're on half a dozen different pills every single day, and the outlook doesn't get any better. <clears throat> so that's you know, kind of a long answer. But basically, when you go through the stresses of life, if you can maintain symptom-free uh, status, then you technically could be considered healthy. But there's the caveat that you also need the nutrition to stay that way. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that didn't confuse you too much. No, that's good. Now, I'd like to talk about this term being used and thrown around a lot in the healthcare industry today. They always call it autoimmune disease. It seems that... My experience has been that the doctors can never explain exactly what it is. All they say is that it means the body's attacking itself. And I was, I, when I look at the body, I look at it as a complete self-healing system. Mm-hmm. So when I hear that the body is attacking itself, it never made common sense to me. Now, I know that you follow Dr. Peter Glidden closely, and I've heard him try to explain this autoimmune disease. Could you explain it to us? Because I think his uh, analogy was really good. Sure. Uh, Peter Glidden is a great guy. He's a good friend of mine. He's a regular guest on my show, and uh, uh, he is right on board with, uh, with Dr. Wallach, the founder of Longevity, who basically started this movement, really. But the interesting thing is MDs would have you believe if you have a so-called autoimmune disease that you just woke up one day and all of a sudden your body decided to start attacking itself. No reason, no anything, no, there's no, you know, they can't give an excuse, any reason or anything for that happening. But that's what they claim. Things like rheumatoid arthritis, they say your body is destroying its own joints. When in fact, rheumatoid arthritis is called, caused by a little bug called a mycoplasma that's always in your body but sometimes migrates to the joint and takes up housekeeping there and starts to spread and starts eating on things. Um, and it can actually can be killed in two weeks with an um, uh, antibiotic called uh, minocycline, like minnow, the fish, bait fish. Uh, minocycline is a, it's a um, fam- or derivative or part member of the tetracycline family. Um, just giving that kind of thing, or Longevity has an awesome product called Killer Biotic that does the same thing and doesn't have the nasty side effects, and then you give bone and joint support in a form of nutrition, and all of a sudden, somebody who has gnarled hands will slowly but surely, the pain will go away, the gnarliness will go away, and they'll go back to normal. That's just one experience or one example of what they refer to as an autoimmune disease when, in fact, it's just something they can't explain. So they come up with a buzzword, and it permeates the entire medical community in no time. Another one is the term genetic. 
they claim, oh, you've got the, the blacks especially, they say you've got the black gene that causes high blood pressure, causes uh, sickle cell anemia. And they, they try and make you think that sickle cell is a black disease only and it comes from genes, which is untrue. White people get the same disease. It's called thalassemia in whites. It's exactly the same thing. They just have a different name for it so they can differentiate people and, and make them think that they've got a problem. When, in fact, it's all nutritional deficiency, either uh, after birth or prior to birth. Uh, all birth defects have proven to be a ca caused by nutritional deficiencies. They are not genetic in nature. Um, but, again, getting back to the, the, the autoimmune issue, basically that's a total fallacy. There's no proof to it, uh, no truth to it. And the... Uh, the medical community just will continue the myth because it supports their, uh, you know, their pharmacy-based treatments, uh, which you know do nothing to get rid of the disease. All they do is mask the symptoms, and they cause far more harmful side effects that just get worse and worse and worse. So as you start out, you need one drug to mask this symptom, and then as you get more nutritionally de deficient, the drug doesn't work anymore because all drugs require nutritional. Uh, cofactors for them to work right. So as those cofactors get depleted, that drug stops working, and then you need either a higher dose or a new type of drug. And that's how they keep adding things on, and the snowball starts rolling downhill. The disease doesn't get any better, but you've got to take more and more and more drugs just to manage the symptoms that originally were managed with one thing. And that's, that's a scary thing to look at. And when you look at those things from a holistic standpoint, which you were talking about originally, the body is a self-healing system. You know, it's got an innate, God-given ability to heal itself. That's how. That's why when you cut your finger, it over time will go. The cut goes away. It heals. Everything is like that uh, to, for all intents and purposes. You know, there's some things that work a little better than others, a little faster than others, but in general, the body was designed to heal itself. But it needs those 90 nutrients to do so and if you put those things back the body has a built-in innate wisdom that will send those nutrients where they need to go and they will heal themselves the body heals itself we don't treat diseases we don't treat illness we don't treat people all we do is give the body the raw materials that it should be getting from food but it isn't there anymore so once it does get the stuff it takes that stuff and it does miraculous things with it. We just sit back and watch and see how far it'll bounce back. So that's that's kind of the the way things work. But the the autoimmune thing that is a myth. It's just a it's a buzzword that they've come up with to try and cover their tracks and make you look stupid and make them look smart. Mm -hmm. Okay, Jim. Well, we're going to go ahead and take our first break, listeners. Today, my guest is Sergeant Jim Ram. He's the host of your DIY Health Radio Show. We're discussing what you can do to improve your health and feel better. We'll be back momentarily on the Truth Seekers Radio Show. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. 
That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call Call 800-965-1291. 800-965-1291. 800-965-1291. You can control your health care with Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is an alternative to expensive health insurance. You can finally make the right decisions for you and your family. It's not insurance. It's medical cost sharing. You can affordably control the cost of your medical expenses. It's a group of individuals effectively sharing the cost of health care and paying far less for it. You don't even have to pay for procedures that are unnecessary or that violate your conscience. This is based on shared values. You are not alone. With Liberty Health Share, you're part of something bigger, a group of people who care for and support one another. Join the movement of people who share in medical costs and change the way you pay for your health care forever. It's simple and easy. Call 1-800-714-6993 right now for more information. Or visit libertyoncall.com. Get a free estimate today. Liberty HealthShare. There is an answer. Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. Today, my guest is Sergeant Jim Ram. He's the host of your DIY Health Radio Show, and we're discussing what you can do to improve your health and feel better. So, Sarge, another word that has become very popular is gluten. We hear a lot about gluten. Now, what is gluten? And then you hear all this uh, gluten-free diets are very popular right now, gluten-free foods that you can buy in the store, and even restaurants now are putting gluten-free items on their menu. Can you explain what exactly is gluten? And, you know, when I hear that some that a product, say, is called gluten-free, it kind of scares me because you always wonder if, if they've taken out one thing, what are they replacing it with? And I was just wondering what your advice was on this. Okay, um... Gluten, <clears throat> excuse me, is a is a protein, and it's the protein that pretty much gives uh, flours and breads and things their texture. Um, the problem with it is it's it's a protein that's found in wheat, barley, rye, and oats, and over time, man and his monkeying around with things, uh, trying to hybridize and get a, a larger yield, bigger grain, things like that. They have played around with the uh, with the plant so much that they and they aren't they either don't realize or don't care that every time you gain in one regard you lose in another, and when all they're concerned about is a higher yield, they want more uh, tons and bushels per acre, and when they do that, they are also trading away either knowingly or unknowingly digestibility and nutrient content, and what happens is the grains that we had in biblical times 
are no longer available today. They have been hybridized and everything is, and now, you know, don't even talk to me about GMO, but just the hybridization process over the years for those, because the wheat, barley, rye, and oats are the cash crops, so to speak, when you're talking about grains. So those are the ones they've messed with the most. And what happens is those grains are no longer digestible by a large, large portion of the population. So what happens is that that grain gets into your stomach where it's supposed to be broken down from a protein into smaller amino amino acids. And then from there it passes from the stomach into the small intestine where absorption takes place. Well, when you can't digest those proteins, it's like sending a bowling ball into a place where a grain of sand is supposed to go. And it wreaks havoc on the villi, which are the small finger-like projections that line the wall of the small intestine, which is where all absorption of nutrition takes place. And when you have a gluten intolerance, what will happen is you will develop, um, there are are lots of different diseases that show up. Some of the big indicators, especially when a person is young, is asthma, chronic dry skin like eczema, psoriasis, that kind of stuff. Um, let me think here. Uh, as you age, you will develop things like Crohn's, colitis, irritable bowel, leaky gut, uh, diverticulitis. Virtually all of those things are basically the same disease. They're, they're an inflammation and a damage to the walls of the small intestine. And the name changes as the degree of uh, damage increases and the location affected is also involved. So basically... If you can't digest those grains, you've got a problem because that damages the small intestine, so absorption is affected. When you can't absorb things, that means the nutrition that you, what little nutrition you're getting in food, does not get absorbed into the body. Uh, the, about the only thing you can absorb on a readily ready basis is calories. So that's why a lot of people who are gluten intolerant are also overweight. And. and it just it spurs a, a, an onslaught of, of nutritional deficiency diseases because there's over 900 diseases caused by lack of nutrition, and any one of those things you know can can trigger uh, additional problems. Uh, that's why when I have somebody, if I talk to someone and they have a whole series of different things, they're type two diabetic, they have high blood pressure, they've got arthritis, they have migraine headaches, uh, they have a hard time sleeping the first thing that comes to mind is a gluten intolerance because those things are all seemingly unrelated, but they are related to the gut in the fact that the gut is where absorption takes place and all those things are nutritional deficiency diseases. So as the gut doesn't allow or isn't able to absorb the nutrition, what little you get in food, that causes all kinds of problems that appear to be unrelated but basically all go back to the small intestine. So... You know, gluten is is definitely an issue. Um, there are some estimates that say as high as 60% of the population in the U.S. are gluten intolerant and don't know it. Um, that's not uncommon. If you think about uh, the number of kids in today's society that have um, asthma, that's a biggie. And, you know, doctors will put you on all the inhalers, the steroids, and all the other junk. Nothing is designed to get rid of the asthma just to manage the symptoms. Um, there was, you, know, you may have heard uh, the preacher, Crethlow Dollar. He um, was in the news recently about uh, something about buying a jet or some kind of thing. But anyway, he had a daughter who was dying from asthma. 
She'd been in the hospital and was was not responding to any of the standard uh, treatments. Somehow or another, they got Dr. Wallach and Creflo Dollar together, and he went in and basically put her on a gluten-free diet, put her on supplementation, and in two weeks she walked out asthma-free. So that gives you an idea of what can happen when you put the stuff back that the body is designed to work with. You know, the body doesn't, you know, you don't get sick because you've got a, a deficiency of some drug. You get sick because you've got a deficiency of certain nutrient or many or more. But, uh, you know, that's just one example of the quick response the body can give once it's given the stuff that it needs. So, so Sarge, you're saying that gut health is so mm-hmm. important Extreme. to our overall health, not mm-hmm. just stomach issues. Yeah, the... Um, the stomach is just one part of the digestive tract, but most of the problems that people experience are because they have a compromised small intestine, and a lot of that comes from eating the wrong foods in general, but especially if they're gluten intolerant, and the way that happens is it's passed from mother to child through breast milk and core blood. So if, if you have a brother or sister who has asthma, and you're not experiencing any any symptoms, that doesn't mean you don't have a gluten intolerance. That means mom has it, and all of her children have it. Boys, girls alike get it, but girls pass it on to their children. Boys don't because boys don't have babies and they don't nurse babies. Um, so they don't pass it on, but they can get it just as easily. Um, so that's something to keep in, in mind. Something that, some other things, if it, especially if you were young, if you had to have your uh, appendix or gallbladder removed, those are indications of gluten intolerance. Um, there's a whole lot of different things that come into play, but if you see anybody that has a seemingly uh, a series of seemingly unrelated illnesses, that's a good indication above and beyond everything else, especially in older years, because it's caught up to them. But yeah, it's gluten is a you know it's not a problem for people that don't have it, but it's a major problem for people that are intolerant. And on top of that, what I recommend. <clears throat> There is nothing in wheat, barley, rye, and oats that the human body needs. And the one thing it does is it causes you to gain weight. So, you know, where the doctors say exercise and eat whole grains to lose weight, they're actually giving you a perfect recipe for gaining weight. Because when you exercise, you sweat. When you sweat, that's not just water. That's all the nutrition that's in your bloodstream that you need to stay healthy is coming out. And if you're not replacing that stuff, you're going to get sicker quicker so don't exercise unless you're supplementing because that's suicide the second thing is when they tell you eat whole grains that's a recipe for weight gain as well and uh, we may not have enough time to go into that before the next break but i can cover it afterwards but um, the, the thing to remember is you know first and foremost don't take a doctor's advice an md's advice on anything that doesn't have to do with surgery or drugs when they're absolutely necessary, because that's all they're trained in. Don't ask them about nutrition. Don't ask them about weight loss. Don't ask them about high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, arthritis, macular degeneration, or any other of 900 chronic health issues, because they have no training whatsoever to deal with those things. And, you know, I'm kind of dancing all over the place here, but... um, the key is, you know, if you're if you're gluten intolerant, I don't recommend just going gluten free. I recommend grain free, mm-hmm. uh, especially the wheat, barley, rye, and oats. <clears throat> if you want to do other grains like quinoa, buckwheat, which is not wheat, 
uh, those kind of things, that's fine. But keep in mind that those things are also starchy carbohydrates that will contribute to weight gain as well. So if you're overweight and you're trying to lose, one of the best things you can do to get the quickest results is cut out all starchy carbohydrates in general, but especially whole grains or any grains for that matter. That will take out that one large contributing factor and you'll get to the point where the weight will just melt off of you. Excuse me, just a second. Okay, we'll go ahead and take our second break. (laughs) Listeners, today my guest is Sergeant Jim Ram, host of Your DIY Health Radio Show. We'll be back momentarily on the True Seekers Radio Show. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 855-371-FAST, 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 855-371-3278. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Want to lose weight? Then turn your body into a furnace that literally melts the fat away. That's exactly what Thermometer does. Thermometer is uniquely formulated with patented ingredients like bitter orange, brown seaweed, and decaffeinated green tea. Their combined thermogenic properties boost up your metabolism and turn up the heat in your body so you melt the fat away without any jittery side effects. Thermometer is not available in stores. It's only available to listeners of this station. We're giving away 100 free bottles right now to anyone who enrolls in our special trial offer. Call now for your risk-free trial offer. 800-430-4147. One more time. 800-430-4147. Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. Today, my guest is Sergeant Jim Ram, host of Your DIY Health Radio, and we're discussing what you can do to improve your health and feel better. Sarge, could you give us your website address or um, any other places on the web where people can find out more about you? Certainly. Um, my uh, my primary website is Your DIY Health. That's uh, www.yourdiyhealth.com, yourdiyhealth.com. I have a second one that's really kind of neat. It's drjwradio.com, drjwradio.com. That one has the um, the most recent edition of the Dr. Joel Wallach's uh, Dead Doctors Don't Lie radio program that you can listen to or download. And it also has a really cool search function 
where you can type in virtually any human or animal illness into the search box, and it will check the last you know, 10 to 12 years' worth of radio shows that Dr. Wallach has done to bring up uh, recordable and downloadable uh, versions of those shows that um, any time those, those diseases were talked about. And uh, also the product information is on both sites. Uh, there's information about the, our, our home-based business opportunity, the whole shooting match, and there you can all con- also contact me uh, through the site. There's email links and phone numbers listed there. Uh, but if people don't have the computer, uh, I'm, I'm assuming most people listening to this do, but just in case, you can reach me at 614-874-6663. That's 614-874-NO-MD. And that's, uh, that's the phone number that rings to my cell phone. I answer it, and I always return calls if I'm not available. And I'm happy to talk with people about health issues, home-based business opportunity, whatever the case might be. Uh, but uh, I appreciate the opportunity to put that in. And uh, I, rec- I welcome people to give me a call or check out those websites. And if you go to the main one, the yourdiyhealth.com, click on the Who Am I tab, and you can scroll down to the bottom. The first part just talks about a little bit of my history, but at the bottom, it shows a short list of some of the things I've gotten rid of using science-based, clinically verified medical nutrition. And it also so- shows before and after pictures of my 70-pound weight loss. So some people that are interested in losing weight, especially uh, coming up with a new year and that kind of thing. A lot of people are into that. Um, This is an ideal way to learn about what causes weight gain and how you get rid of it once and for all. Sarge, a friend of mine recently was uh, going up for a job in a hospital, and it wasn't working with the patients. It was more in an administrative role, but she heard that to get hired she would have to probably take a series of vaccines and one of those was this flu shot and they would have the people that get hired there have to do this flu shot every year what advice would you give to someone in a situation like that well there's there's two different situations there um it's one thing if you're already on the job and then they come in and say that you have to do something that was not a requirement for employment in the first place the other issue is when you're looking for a job and they're saying you're going to have to do this. My my honest advice in a case like that, and, and bear in mind I'm not a lawyer, I'm just speaking from you know common sense. Really, is this a place you want to work? Is this a place that you you know because you're going to have endless battles if you, if you're going in the door with this kind of a thing involved, you know. You, you know, requiring those kind of things. They obviously could care less about anything except their bottom line and keeping the, the government happy because that's the only thing flu shots do. They are totally ineffective. And if you, you know, if you, there are far better ways that you can be effective in helping people gain their health back than working in a hospital. I, I basically call them death warehouses. Um, I would highly recommend a longevity business. You can make far more money than you're going to make at a hospital, and you can do it on your own terms. You don't have to worry about all the other garbage, and for a minimal investment with a little bit of effort, you can do really well. So if you're into health care and that kind of thing, number one, if you go to a hospital, you're not going to be involved in health care. You're going to be in, involved in systems, uh, symptom suppression and disease manage, management. Um, 
So, you know, the, the bottom line, though, is if, if someone is saying that you have to do this in order to be employed, that's a private cr- contract, and they have every right to require that of you and, and refuse to hire you if you won't. Now, the other thing, though, like I said, if you're already working there and they try and force it on you when it wasn't a condition of employment in the first place, that's a different story. You may have legal, ram- you know, legal guidelines that you can follow, and I would highly recommend uh, getting in touch with Alan Phillips. He is a, um, the only attorney I've ever come across who actually went to school, went to law school to, be, to get his law degree to deal with vaccine rights issues. And his um, uh, website is vaccinerights.com, if I remember right. Let me double-check that while we're chatting. But um, he is uh, a great guy, and he's a regular guest on my program. We talk about these things all the time, and uh, he is extremely knowledgeable. Yes, it's vaccinerights.com, and you can reach him at attorney at at vaccinerights.com is the email for him. He has a uh, a really good ebook that you can download from his website. That has uh, it's called the Authoritative Guide to Vaccine Legal Exemptions, and it's in version four right now. And it uh, I actually use that uh, information to help my wife, who works in one of the largest um, uh, hospitals in the Central Ohio area. They were doing the same thing with vaccines, and uh, I put together a um, religious exemption thing based on his information and uh for the first two years we went through it just fine last year they actually came out and said you've got a permanent exemption we're not going to make you go through this hassle every year so his material is good he's very knowledgeable and he can give you a much better idea of what you're going to look at Um, but i would you know if someone's going into a situation like that for employment i'd seriously recommend looking elsewhere you don't mm-hmm. have anything invested in them right now and i would go someplace that's got a little more common sense or better yet do something on your own that you can really be involved in healthcare now i mentioned the flu shot and you recently were telling a, a news story on your show about a little girl that got a flu shot can you tell that story yeah, I don't have the article right in front of me, but um, <clears throat> bottom line, or basically, she was given a uh, flu shot, I believe it was while she was in school, and within less than 24 hours, uh, she developed blindness and Polaris, uh, paralysis from the waist down, and it was uh, just a situation where, you know, this kind of thing happens on a regular basis, and you never know who it's going to hit. The problem is is the disease, you know, the, the, the shots themselves, number one, are not effective at all. They, you know, it, especially the flu shot. Because every year they have to make a best educated guess as to which strain of the flu virus is going to hit that particular year. And then they produce their vaccines based on that. And if you don't hit the bullseye, you don't get anything. And they have never guessed right. So the flu, the flu shot does not work, um, and it's far better to approach it from a, a holistic nutrition standpoint because not only are you present, preventing flu, but you're preventing virtually everything else. I've never had a flu shot, and simply using nutrition and other natural means, I haven't had the flu in 41 years. 
So that makes a big, big difference, and it's a much more broad-spectrum type of, uh, you know, prophylaxis, so to speak. But, you know, if you, um, <clears throat> if you go to the, uh, the truthfrequencyradio.com, uh, click on my tab, the Your DIY Health Radio tab, I believe I've got a link to the, um, uh, that article, and it's also on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Your DIY Health Radio. Mm-hmm. And um, you might have to dig a little bit because it's been a couple of weeks. But it's in there, and it uh, there's tons of information about vaccines. And the funny thing is, the people that are all, all the people that are pro vaccine have done no research; they're just following the party line. All of the people I've run into are anti vaccine have either done the research and seen how worthless they are, or they have had a personal experience with a friend, family member, or themselves of having a bad reaction to a vaccine, and. You know, I'll go with the <clears throat> informed information every single time. I'm not going to just follow the crowd. You know, there's an old saying: if you follow, you know, if you follow the masses, be careful because the M in many cases is silent. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's I'll a let shame because I've <clears throat> noticed the mainstream media when they're especially covering vaccines in relation to kids in school, they try to make the parents that don't believe in vaccines crazy or child abuse. Uh, they they just really demonize the parents that don't believe in getting their children vaccinated. Yeah, and in my case, you know, I have two boys that are both in their 30s now, but had I known what I know now, I would never, A, allow them to be vaccinated. B, I wouldn't have had them in public schools at all. I'd have found a way to homeschool them uh, just because of the public schools are just not a good place for kids. You know, simple as that. They are they're not schools. They're indoctrination centers. And when a kid goes to school, they are programmed with government propaganda as opposed to the truth and information and reading, writing, history, that kind of stuff. And uh, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And then it goes on to the college level where it really comes home. So I, I do not recommend public education of any form for anybody. Uh, do it yourself. You'll do a lot better job at it. <laughs> Okay, Jim, let's take our last break. Listeners, today my guest is Sergeant Jim Ram. He's the host of your DIY Health Radio show, and we'll be back momentarily on the Truth Seekers Radio Show. Want to lose weight? Then turn your body into a furnace that literally melts the fat away. That's exactly what Thermometer does. Thermometer is uniquely formulated with patented ingredients like bitter orange, brown seaweed, and decaffeinated green tea. Their combined thermogenic properties boost up your metabolism and turn up the heat in your body so you melt the fat away without any jittery side effects. Thermometer is not available in stores. It's only available to listeners of this station. We're giving away 100 free bottles right now to anyone who enrolls in our special trial offer. Call now for your risk-free trial offer. 800-430-4147 One more time, 800-430-4147 
This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for $35,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet for $35,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100 foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic You can't afford to wait. So call Welcome back. You're listening to the Truth Seekers Radio Show today. My guest is Sergeant Jim Ram, host of your DIY Health Radio Show on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. Sarge, something I wanted to talk to you about today was thyroid problems. They seem to be increasing. Now, before I ask you the question, I want to tell you a personal story that happened to me. And this is specific. The reason I'm telling this story is The moral of the story is be your own medical professional. So what happened was I went for a general exam, and they did the blood workup and found I was hyperthyroid. And if you could have heard the doctor's office when they called me, they acted like I was going to fall on the floor and die any minute if I didn't get into an uh, endocrinologist. What is it? An endocrinologist. Yeah. So... I said, but, you know, I hung up the phone and I I just thought a second and I'm like, okay, you know, how could this be? Because I think I take care of myself pretty well. So I start doing some research on the Internet. Thank God that this information is out there. And I see that if you are taking too many products with iodine in them, that that could put you over the edge to be hyperthyroid. Well, I had just so happened take I was taking a kelp powder and I was doing this every day. And I had you know, I hadn't really noticed because this probably happened to me over time, but I was having symptoms of hyperthyroid and I didn't realize it like racing heart and this anxious feeling. So I called the doctor and I said, you know, and I, I told her the story. I said, I'm on this kelp powder, blah blah blah. I have a feeling maybe that has something to do with it. Well, to my surprise, she didn't. She actually listened to me, and she said, "You know what? Just drop all anything that would have kelp in it." Because I told her I take a lot of um, natural stuff. She said, "Just don't take any salt, and stay off the kelp powder, and we'll see what happens." So then, about six weeks later, I go back. Now I'm hypothyroid. <laughs> so then another six weeks went by. And I had gone to a naturopath, and one of the things he wanted me to do, because I'm a coffee junkie, was go off coffee. And it wasn't for a thyroid reasons. He was just saying that he wanted me to detox. So I went off the coffee. One month later, I go, 
and I actually I take that back. I wasn't I wasn't off decaf. I stayed on decaf at this time, but I had been off regular coffee for a month. Now I'm in the quote unquote normal range. Now the reason I'm telling this story is in my research I found out that mainstream medical people what they'll tell you to do is if somebody is hyperthyroid, they radiate your thyroid and kill yep. it to push you into a hypothyroid situation, and then they put you on their synthroid forever. Right. So had I listened and, and had that, because they were trying to put fear in me, I believe, when that first phone call, you know, oh, you need to get to a doctor and find out, you know, what's going on, have an ultrasound, have this and that. Had I done that, Probably right now, I would be in a hypothyroid situation for life on Synthroid. But because I stopped and gathered my thoughts and did some internet research, and it really overall wasn't like I did research for months. It was a matter of minutes. And I said, what am I doing that could be, you know, making this happen? So I, I just kind of wanted to put that out there because you don't, don't, get, don't take that and, and let your mind start running wild. Stop, you know, talk to somebody that, like Jim that deals in natural. But anyway, so talking about thyroid, what do you think? Because I think everybody's different. I'm not saying this is everybody's story. I just know that I'm very sensitive to some natural uh, supplements. And so that's why I questioned that it was something I, I I knew it probably had to be something I was taking. So, but in thyroid in general, what advice would you give to somebody? What do you see as the cause of thyroid problems? Well, it's it's crap in the air, crap in the water, crap in the food primarily. Um, one of the things, and that's just one instance, but basically in virtually all instances where you're dealing with a situation that is a chronic health issue something that uh, doesn't, you know, go away by itself in a few weeks, um, but the doctors want to put you on drugs for life for. Those things are all a nutritional caused. They're, they're either a lack of something or getting too much of something. And it's always best to just sort of stop, look at everything you're doing, and then do a, a point-by-point assessment and see what changes. Um, Thyroid's an interesting thing, um, and you know, years ago they don't do it as much now, but they still do it. Um, it used to be a common occurrence if a child was thought to have hyperthyroid, they would automatically irradiate it and shrink it. And virtually all the kids that had that happen in the 60s and 70s are all dead because they died of cancer, which was caused by the irradiation. So they're basically setting you up for an early death, no matter how you look at it. And that's, that's one of the problems I mention on my show all the time. I, you know, I, I basically call visiting an MD for anything other than a broken bone, a bullet wound, or a stab wound, or something like that, doctor and physician-assisted suicide. You're just doing the slow course instead of the quick course like Kevorkian did. But nonetheless, the result's going to be the same. They're going to kill you, and you're going to die a lot sooner than you would had you taken this matter into your own hands. Um, but you know, one of the things, some of the things you can do if you're if you're hypothyroid, um, one of the first things you can do for virtually no cost is to stop eating cruciferous vegetables. 
And you can do a search online, uh, horseradish, uh, Ethiopian mustard, kale, collard greens, broccoli, cabbage, savoy cabbage, Brussels sprouts, kohlrabi. There's a whole laundry list, uh, cauliflower. All of those things, including canola and rapeseed, which is where canola oil comes from. If you're eating anything with canola in it, you're crazy. Um, it's highly toxic. But those things all suppress thyroid function. So if you're determined to be hypothyroid, the first thing you want to do is stop, you know, do a search, find out what's in it, and stop all cruciferous vegetables. Um, then iodine, good iodine, will help with that. Um, getting too much, I've never heard of anybody really getting too much. Uh, it's not impossible. But, you know, the one thing that I just, you know, had to smile at when you said the doctor said don't eat any salt. That is the most, that's a typical idiot MD. You know, you, your body needs salt. You have to have salt to make strong stomach acid. Without strong stomach acid, you can't digest anything. You can't absorb anything. So basically, she was directing you in a position where you're going to have more health problems, not fewer. And um, no one should ever stop eating salt. Now, you want to stop eating crappy salt. Avoid the crystal salt that you get, you know, you know, the little blue box and that kind of thing, uh, Himalayan sea salt, uh, you know, your Himalayan salt, sea salt, those kind of things are a far better way to go. Um, but the biggest thing is just to, you know, stop, do a self-assessment. And one of the other things I, I always recommend people, you know, the first thing to do if you're taking a whole lot of different supplements, stop them all. One of the big problems is people do fractionated nutrition. They get a lot of one thing or a lot of another thing, but they aren't getting a balanced spectrum of all 90 nutrients. The best thing you can do is stop spending money on all the different things in the store. Get on the 90 essential nutrients. It gives your body everything it needs. All 60 minerals, all 16 vitamins, all 12 amino acids, all 2 and 3 essential fatty acids, and that will in many times balance everything out because your body's getting exactly what it needs in the right amounts and you're able it is then able to balance everything out things get back to normal they get out of whack because you don't have the stuff that supports those things and then if you're if you're hypothyroid we have products we can add in that are natural that support thyroid function in most cases people get off of the drugs um also taking our selenium, and I don't recommend, you know, all these things I'm talking about are longevity products only. You cannot get the same results with stuff in health food stores or grocery stores or whatever. It just won't work. But when you take um, U.S. Armor Thyroid, if you're hyperthyroid, that's the best one to use. Uh, it's the oldest, and it's out of patent range now, so that's why they don't push it. They make more money from Synthroid and Levothyroxine. But if you get them to switch you to U.S. Armor Thyroid, then take our selenium supplement along with it. It transfers uh, or helps the body convert the, the, the thyroid uh, medication in the, uh, in the U.S. Armor Thyroid into the type that the thyroid really likes. And it does it much more efficiently. So you can at least, if you don't get off the drug completely, you will cut way back on your dosage. But the first thing is get off of all the junk, you know, the stuff that you're buying in the stores, get off the 10 bad foods and get on the 90 essential nutrients for your body weight that will be the best way to judge everything and see where you're at after three months but i wouldn't allow them to do anything i wouldn't even go to them in the first place that's that's the thing 
And we've got well, to get Jim, people out of that mindset. We're starting to run out of time. You brought up the 10 bad foods. Can you give your web address again? Because I think you have a list of those foods on your web website, right? Definitely. Yeah. On, uh, it's yourdiyhealth.com, Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Click on the support material tab. You'll see a picture of some junk food with the red circle and the slash through it. If you click on that, it's a downloadable PDF that tells exactly what those foods are. It's 10, but we've also added corn and soy to those because now they're heavy GMO in this country, and they're very toxic. They've been linked to cancers. So that's actually 12 bad foods now. Well, listen, thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. Listeners, my guest has been Sergeant Jim Ram. His program you can hear on Truth Frequency Radio Network. The name of the program is Your DIY Health Radio Show. Until next time on the Truth Seekers Radio Show, God bless. Sparky the Fire Dog here. Protect your family from fire. Make sure your home has smoke alarms in every bedroom, outside your sleeping areas, and on every level of your home, even your basement. For games and activities, go to sparky.org. We want to keep you, your family, and your community safer from fire. This message brought to you by the National Fire Protection Association and your local fire department. Visit sparky.org.